Movie Podcast. Justin, you do realize by letting me hit recording in progress, you fully consent to everything and anything that is about to happen on this episode. I just did consent, but um, I feel there like... Ain't a, there ain't a duck you can do about it. I, I feel very confident after I talked, uh, text us and said we're all going to come across very likable and have a great episode. So uh, I feel very good about the consent in this episode. Perfect, yeah. fellas. Let's let's let the fam damn know that they can find us on twitter they can find us on instagram they can find us on facebook they can find us on anchor spotify apple podcast just about any way you have a social media platform we are currently on we there. even that threads what the f- dude i don't even i like i don't understand that at all i looked at it i'm like oh this is stupid oh, all right let's God. go who wants to hit that intro up what is up, everybody? Hackstab slash. And today, well, today we're going on vacation. And guess what? You're invited. Where are you going? We might ask. Let me tell you. We're going to a cabin. We're not just going to any cabin. We're going to a cabin in the woods. So please smash that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up and take the journey for us. Pack yourself because we're going camping. And let's get into this strap in. Buckle up and let's get ready for the ride before I kick this over to Sean and let us know why he picked this in the first place. Sean, what's up? Yeah. Why did I pick Woo! this in the first place? Because it is a modern day Metahara, and I fucking love Metahara. You know who doesn't love Metahara? Who? That guy. That guy over there. Waterboy? On my screen, it's Waterboy. Oh, I love Metahara. It's so full of shit. What? what? Made, uh... This no is one way. of my. This is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. No, it isn't. It is. I, I, I can taste the sarcasm coming out of your nose. So my nose? What's it? Yeah. Doesn't make sense, does it? No. Waterboy doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, like your hatred old... for anything fucking better related. Dude, his whole overall personality makes no sense. And I don't mean that to make fun of you. I hope we have a great episode and all coexist, but yeah, you're just a puzzling human being. It's okay. You know, I'd rather be pu- I'd rather be puzzling than, you know, be no- a normie. No, I mean, a I get normie. that too. Just... Just, I don't know where we're going with this. What are we I doing? Don't, I don't know either. Listen, Waterboy, right. said, Waterboy said I, something I, positive and it threw us all off. Yeah, Waterboy, I award you no points and everyone is dumber for having oh, listened. That's so good. <laughs> I'm just ready to go to vacation on Cabin of the Woods. Let's go. I got my gear on. Let's go. I got my swimmies on. Let's go. off his goddamn shirt. Let's go. got no goddamn pants on. Waterboy, what do you think about this movie? Just the initial reaction. Um, I, I, I fucking love everything about this movie. Everything. I still, for some reason, don't believe except, you, Justin. Except the ending. <laughs> you don't like getting. I'm not. I, I won't go there. I, I won't make the reference I was gonna make. Justin, uh, my initial. I saw this um, whatever first came out, whatever year that was, 2011, 2012, and. I like it for the most part. I think it's a really fun ride. I had a lot of fun. I just, the whole, like, I don't know, the agent God thing was kind of weird. I didn't a hundred percent love. Uh, I thought the ending was really, really, I don't know. I thought it was stupid with the whole giant hand just crushing stuff. Uh, I didn't love the ending, but I love the whole entire ride all the way up there. And honestly, it was one of those movies. I always want kind of wanted to rewatch. So I was uh, very, very glad you picked it just because I actually did want to rewatch this movie. Just, I wanted someone to force me to, I didn't want to do it by myself. <laughs> That's, you get you get you get forced to do a lot of things, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah. So I was excited to watch the game with an open mind. Nice. So let's dive into this, ladies and gentlemen. The Cabin in the Woods is a 2011 horror mystery. 
It stars Chris Hemsworth, Kristen Conley, Frank Frank Krantz. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Please correct me if I'm not. Fran, I, yeah, I, Fran. 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 Wow, I'm murdering this guy's say, name. Fr- I, am, I am so sorry, Marty. I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. We got uh, Jesse Williams, Annan Hutchinson, Bradley Whitford, Richard Jenkins, Sigourney Weaver, Brian J. White. Just an absolute stacked cast. Just massively 100%. stacked. Love everyone 100%. in this movie. 100%, right, Waterboy? 100%. 100%. You, got, you guys ready? You buckled in? I'm buckled in. Let's go. Seatbelt on. All right. Yeah. All right Justin strapped thing. in. Waterboy, you got your pants on? Yes, shorts. Shorts, me too. All right, The Cabin in the Woods. We open to the schmuck from Billy Madison and the dad from Step Brothers having a discussion about baby proofing the top cabinets in his house and the lead from the chem lab slightly panicking that it's down to just them and Japan to pull it off. Screeching to a halt into a title card leads to Dana packing for a trip jules enters and is trying to set her up with the new guy after her recent breakup kurt shows up tossing a football directly out the window and giving dana tips on what to read to impress certain teachers for the next semester holden catches the stray football as it flies out the window and almost gets hit by a car then we get my favorite character in the whole world marty he shows up stoned out of his fucking mind for this camping trip or is it secretly an agent is sitting on the roof and he sees the van drive away. He lets them know the nest is empty and they're right on time. What do you guys think about this opening? Bizarre as hell. (laughs) No, let's talk about like just real fast. Weirdest, craziest opening. Just open like with those two guys just talking. Like I remember the the first time I watched this, like from the first time I was like, that is not what I expected a cabin in the woods. And all of a sudden you have like these guys that you can't even tell if they're in an office, like what's going on, just having a random talk. So super bold and badass way to open the movie. Like that's absolutely incredible. Then just standard, whatever you meet the characters uh, right away. I already love Marty. Cause I mean, God, how does he not remind you of a thousand different, like random, like Friday the 13th uh, characters uh, just uh, random stoner in the horror movies. And any stoner friend. like Yeah, he and is hands else... down my favorite character in this entire movie from start to finish. Oh. Yeah, great intro, super fun. Everything else is uh, typical so far, but uh, yeah, so far, so good. What about you, Autobot? How we doing? Uh, I, I love it. Just the, the, the beginning, you, when you first watch the movie, you don't really know really what the hell is going on. And then the title card comes up, almost like a, trying to jump scare you. Like a little it, jumped, trope it, there. it did jump scare me. I meant <laughs> to say that. that... And then, of course, uh. this opening scene was fully intentional to make the viewing audience at the movie theater think that they sat down for the wrong movie. Yeah, I read that because one hundred percent. I mean, you're going to a movie like called Cabin. It's a horror movie. What is right? Yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Like, oh, I'm going to see a slasher. Typical, go to the woods, and all of a sudden, it's like these guys talking about like, like baby proof and stuff in the office. Like, you're like, yeah, they're at a coffee vending machine talking. Like, look at them. Look at these two fellas. Look. I was gonna. I was just gonna say with Marty. It's as soon as he like drives up there. People in this town drive in a very counterintuitive manner. That's all I have to say. And then he locks his car door. With the window his, down. Yeah. His quotes. Yeah. Oh. No cop will ever pull over a man with a giant bong in his car because they fear that man. His quotes, man. What? 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 All right. This group heads out at, and has some friendly banter and joint rollings to start this road trip. They pull over for gas and have a very rude encounter. 
with a tobacco chewing spitting asshat as our friendly stone that kindly puts him in his place. Hey, the railroads are coming through here any day, sir, and the streets will be paved with actual streets. We arrive at the cabin and we see a bird die in the air. Completely that what? Im- immediately I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, what is going they, on? They, uh, the group shows up, they all go inside, and they all claim their rooms. Holden removes a lamb to slaughter painting and sees a two-way mirror as Diana begins to undress. He's a good guy, though, and he tells her before she can fully uh, disrobe. They, he goes over, he offers to switch rooms. Diana hangs the painting before Holden gets fully naked. She struggles with it as well. Like, you can tell, like, that there's some tension between the two. I zoom out now to our two control room operators as they discuss how they're making the dumb blonde and stupid joke stereotypes, like the dumb blonde, the jock, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, this harbinger of death from the gas station is a fucking nut job. He now calls the office, and the office puts him on speakerphone as they laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got me on speakerphone? Ah, shit, I did it again. Fucking great, grand. 100%. 100%. The, be- <laughs> the betting windows are now open as we see workers placing bets on how they think the night will turn out. The betting board is now locked. Let's get this party started. Marty is so high now that he dares Jules to make out with a moose. The moose <laughs> is actually a wolf. <laughs> Sorry, I was dying laughing. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, that that moose over there. That mysterious beast. (laughs) I'm looking through the world in in weed-covered lenses. Now we enter the basement on a dare after Diana is dead and the just basement door flies open. We see so many relics and each one has a link to what kind of danger they'll be facing. And just before anyone can finish, Diana begins reading a passage from the Buckner Journal of 1903. And it is gruesome as fuck. Diana goes on to read the Latin and Marty begs her not to. He actually hears the whispering telling Diana. uh, Wow, I keep calling her Diana. Telling Dana to read it and just goes, what the fuck? As Dana reads the passage in Latin, we see the Buckners come to life. Downstairs celebrates as we have a winner. It's maintenance, and they have to split the pot with Ronald, the intern, as they both bet on zombie redneck torture families. We now see a screen that Kyoto has still has a shot to get it done as Berlin and Rangon have fall, uh, fallen, have failed. Wow, I butchered that. All right, let's discuss because I'm stumbling over my words. Go, 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 go. Waterboy. Uh- so that this was this was fucking awesome. I mean, you you didn't really know what was what was going on, especially in, when they got into that basement. All those different, all those different objects. What could have been with this movie? All the different horror tropes of like everything inside of that freaking basement. And fucking insane. I fucking love this movie so much. We almost got Aquaman. Oh, uh, <laughs> what do they call Merman? Merman. <laughs> almost got the Merman. He- he bets on him every single year. Every year. And he was so close. Merman. So close. <laughs> he, he, uh, he gets a little merman. Yeah. yeah, in his pants. Sorry. Well, ducks. Well, ducks. Ducks. But right away, all right, so they pull up to this thing. Right away, Evil Dead vibes. I already, like, everyone Ooh. already seems so uneasy. And then you go in there, and you see that creepy painting. Right away, hell no. I'm out. Right there. And I know in this matter, if I turn 
Anyway, the second I saw that, I'm packing out. I'm leaving any single person behind. Absolutely no. And then I remember the first time seeing this, you're seeing like the control room watching them. It's so confusing. I'm like, what the hell is even going on? But it's so intriguing because you're like, all right, is this like a typ- typical movie or there's something really crazy and like weird going on? We really love that. Uh-oh. And then Uh-oh. when they go, Uh-oh. 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 Like, oh, the different- oh my God. Am I back? Am I cut back in? Okay? Am I in? Am I in? Yeah. Do I freeze? Am I frozen? You know what it is, is you told right, the sorry. listening and audience they- that you'd be out and you would start to cut out. Why, why are you throwing me off, man? What, what are you doing? Is what? this like an inside joke I don't get? He's doing it again, Justin. He's I can't out. hear him either. He's right, not so going to. It's, it's not just me. Oh, my God. Is he messing with me? Because I'm, I'm going to control it. I said come across as likable. And this guy, he can't even help himself. This is what. All right. What was I going to say? Anyway. I just you know what <laughs> screw it carry on no no, no 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 my no. input's not even needed just carry on with the no 100 is because i feel like you're gonna touch on the fact that marty absolutely crushes this scene the the basement hatch flies open and they all go whoa that was weird must have been right the wind there. and he immediately goes because that makes any that sense, makes sense. It's, I was gonna say I already would have left at the painting, and then all of a sudden that thing flips open. Like I'd have been gone right then. I said, "Don't even listen. Maybe not go there." And then, just a word for any single person: if you ever find yourself in this position, if you go into a basement of anywhere, or if you're in a cabin in the woods and you find a book and it starts having Latin in it, don't read the Latin. Just please, like, do Latin. not read. Don't read it. And no. yeah, Marty absolutely crushes that dude. Is so hilarious that whole entire wolf scene. And even when she was actually making out with that, that was like so uneasy. That thing looked so creepy. I'm like, she was like really she like, went that thing. hard. Oh, she was, like, she was dancing for it. I like didn't know what was gonna happen. I was completely freaked out. And <laughs> the and then, like, in that s- room. Then, like you said, when uh, you see the whole entire office, uh, you cut back to like the control room, and they're all celebrating. And I'm just like, what the heck is even going on in this movie? And uh, that's all I got. Let's carry on. Just so you know, Waterboy. I'm going to cut out all that dead space and I'm going to restart it from ju- like, I'm going to end it right when Justin like starts cutting out. I'm going to show a small clip of you. Go- <laughs> me going, Shut the oh, fuck up, Waterboy. Please, please. I was like oh, getting ready God. to get ramped up and then I get stopped. I'm like, what is happening? Uh, <laughs> it's usually me always getting fucked every episode. We're not talking. Don't worry, none that. of this is making the podcast. Quack. We're now back to the cabin as Jules and Kurt head off to bed. Marty begins to question everything. Since when is Jules a celebutard and when does Kurt pull this alpha male bullshit? He's a sociology major on a full academic scholarship. Now Marty decides to go read a book with pictures. Holden is sitting Holden is sitting down trying to translate the Latin that Dana read. Jules and Kurt now decide to take off to the woods for a typical sex in the woods scene. The crew adjusts the temperature and increases the pheromones to make the magic happen. And just after we see the goods, bam! Julie gets a garden shear through the hand. Kurt jumps back, gets up, and goes to fight, and he gets taken down. As Jules runs away, she gets a bear trap thrown at her back. She's pulled back, and it's ripped off, which is just so unsettling. We see Jules get murdered as Kurt is forced to watch. We go back downstairs as they pull a lever that now sends a stream of blood somewhere. It like outlines, you know, the characters on the wall. We'll see that later. Marty is now freaking out because for some reason he is the only one who knows what's going on. He goes for a walk and as Jules and Holden 
are on the couch making out. Uh, yeah. That scene with Marty is fucking hilarious when he's in that room hearing the voices saying, go for a walk. <laughs> and he says, oh, I'm just going to go for a walk. I'm just going to go for a walk. When he decides to go for the walk, Marty bumps into a wounded uh, Kurt who is fighting his way back to the cabin. The group now comes face to face with a big ass motherfucking zombie man who tosses Jules's head right to Dana. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt comes up with a solid plan about sticking together and boarding up the windows and fortifying everything. Uh, downstairs decides this isn't a good idea, and they release some kind of toxins through the air vent. And now, suddenly, they choose to split up, and that's a great idea. Once they do it, they all get locked into their rooms. Marty finds a camera stashed in his room and, like, a microphone inside of a lamp and stuff. And he thinks he's on a reality TV show. And just as he confirms that his parents are going to think he's an absolute burnout, he is ripped through the window and uh, brings a bong to a knife fight. Marty is down, and now he is taken out, and we see the second lever get pulled, and more blood begins to flow. What do you guys think about this so far? It's... It's just awesome how ever, how everything just starts happening, like how they're controlling everything that's going on just to make everything happen. And Marty's the only one, of course, who knows about all of it. And it, I, I love every second. I really like that um, they go to have the typical sex scene, and it was really cool how they were like controlling it from the room, like oh, let's pump some more ferrofoam, and every single person's like watching ferrofoam. I think I said that wrong. I don't know what fer- <laughs> what's is. It? You know what? Whatever. We're gonna ferrofoam. It's, it's fine. We'll we'll call it ferrofoam. Fer- Pheromone, yeah, Ab- Ab- Abadan. They called on the Abadan Pheromone. I'm just making up. I have my own language now. But, um, <laughs> Is it Latin? And, then, and I love how gruesome it gets because, like, right after, right away, like all of a sudden, she just gets stabbed through the hand, and like all of a sudden, this bear traps being thrown around. These zombies absolutely terrifying. So Justin. gruesome. And then when Marty dies, I mean, that was just uh, that. That scene made me very sad. Yes, I gotta ask you, what did you yeah. think about the? Oh, I have that. Uh, all right. That was 100% intentional. I have that written down as, you know what? We're just going to burn it right now. Like every single episode we do is, did they do the head tilt in this ep- in this scene right here? This is where it starts. Yep. Yeah. Every single uh, episode I do my Halloween tie-in and this Buckner zombie 100% as <laughs> tilts his head. It does the Michael Myers nod, like a right nod to Michael Myers. Like that's, that's a tie-in right there. There's my Halloween so tie-in. Good. And it's not just like a made-up tie-in. The director actually came out and said that he modeled the Buckner zombies after Michael Myers' kill style. Is that when after he kills you, he admires his work, and that's where the head tilt comes from. And you know what? Really quick, I'm just going to burn my other one because I found the other one even before that. In this movie, we have the art director of this movie, Tom Rutta, was also the set designer for Halloween H2O. Let's go. Mic drop. Mic drop. That's how we do it here. Any Shit. single movie, Halloween tie-in, I will find it. <laughs> Woo! Sorry. And, you, and you, you look hard, and you find, like, the hard ones that nobody even... Exactly. Nobody asked for that. No one cares about that, <laughs> but still I find it because I'm that good. Hell yeah. All right, 100%. you know who else is about to get found? <laughs> Dude, these 100% are killing me. I'm sorry. 100%. I'm sorry. 100% this Buckner family is about to force yeah. their way into the cabin. 100%. You me talk like that, Don't- you want me to, you know what, guys? I'm going to talk like this the whole fucking next episode. Don't even get me going, right? Because this fucking Buckner family is now forcing their way into the cabin. And Dana and Holden, they get into the basement. And they end up in the black room, a.k.a. the fucking torture room, bro. They're attacked by Jewel. They, they get attacked, right? 
and Jules, she puts a fucking pry bar through the zombie's face and he comes like, back to life. And like she pain? panics and stabs him like 30 times in the fucking face before realizing he's dead, right? And then Kurt comes and he finds the door. He opens it. He says, yo, guys, let's boogie. Let's boogie oogie. Let's get out of here. They make a break, bro, for the camper and they fucking take off. You know what we see now? We go back to those dudes downstairs, dude, and we see Kyoto has failed in the Americans, man, because you know we're in America. We like to finish last. We're the last one standing, you know what I'm saying? And we're the last ones yeah. left to finish this fucking ritual yeah. in Stockholm, Buenos Aires, and Madrid. They all failed as well. Get it? Got it? That's good. The crew panics as the tunnel is open and demolition has a fucking glitch, man. They never got the orders to blow up the damn tunnel. The camp is heading in this tunnel, bro, and it's going like full speed, which is like 55 miles an hour in a 45. You get pulled over for some shit like that. And it enters the tunnel and, you know, demolition and then they figure out the glitch and it blows up just in time. They punch it. Do you want more? I'll tell you what, bro. If you punch it, punch it in reverse, it makes it go out. And they got out just in time, bro. It's like the rocks and stuff started falling, and they were driving backwards, bro. This man, Kurt, must have like a CDL or something, man, because you can't back up that fast and not know what you're doing. So Kurt, dude, he gets out, bro, and is in a fucking, you know, Travis Pastrana comes out, and he's just like, I'm going to jump this canyon with my dirt bike. And he gives it everything he's got. And guess what? He gets struck down just like that bird I was talking about in the beginning. He's killed by a giant force field that falls and he falls to his death, bro. So a long way down. Dana and Holden say, you know what? Fuck this, bro. Let's get back in the camp and let's just drive into the woods because that's a wicked smart idea. And, uh, and, and we, they get in the camp and they pull away, dude. And we see another lever get pulled and more blood begins to flow. But on the ride back, dude, Holden is trying to keep Dana calm. But, like, you know, she's freaking the fuck out. I don't know what to say, man, because she's just freaking out. And then, you know, as he's doing this and she starts calming down, uh, my man Holden, dude, he gets stabbed right in the throat from the fucking back of the chair, dude. Something came from the behind the camp, but it just they go off the road and they go careening into a lake. And Dana, yeah, dude, she, she got a good head on her shoulders, man. She knows what to do. She sees that escape hatch on top of the camper, and she fucking swims, dude, and she goes through. And as she's swimming away, something tries to grab onto her, and then we transition downstairs, and we get the crew, man. They popping fucking bottles, dude. They popping bottles, you know what I'm saying? And they start explaining that, you know, the virgin doesn't always have to die as long as, like, her death is optional if it's last. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's such a long long experience as long as she like suffers through it then they yeah, all dude. happy all and the all the like... big dogs downstairs are happy as long as like she suffers and then we get a hot fill yeah. speech that's in love with that fact that tequila oh man man he really did feel bad for her, man i gotta tell you son he felt real bad for her. then that tequila came man and he just started sipping on that shit man and then all this all hell broke fucking loose man marty came in there and he got the fucking bong and he's like oh i'm here to rescue you bitch all right, let's take a deep breath. That was intense. I'm fucking lightheaded. And you just, just covered gonna, my next set of scenes. I, I was just going to say, we got a discussion before Correct. that scenes. All right, discussion point. Sean, are you okay, first of all? Do you like uh, me like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little lightheaded. Dude, you, you you're, no, you're turning that, purple. How did you keep that for like five minutes? Dude, literally, like, like look at him. He's literally turning purple. Oh my God, he's sweating. Sean, come back to us. Are you going to be There's okay? There's no AC in this room. I was gonna say you're you you you're dripping. Oh. All right, so quick discussion. Um, yeah, that was a lot of crazy. I just want right I just want to say, uh, great work, Sean. Uh, thank you, thank you. I tried. 
Got to try something different. Definitely. Yeah. Fucking hell. No, I thought that was badass when the group is escaping. They're trying to go back through the tunnel and you see the control room like freaking out. Like, what is going on? Like, there's a glitch. There's a glitch. Like, they're escaping. Like, we can't let yeah. this happen. And they are panicking. So, you know, like, whatever's going on, like, it's, this is like dire. They need to stop them. And the guy literally hot wires it and it explodes. And like Sean said, luckily he had a CDL license and he is flooring that thing in reverse. No backup cameras. No backup cameras. And crazy when Kurt jumps that canyon, like we have like an evil Knievel stunt going on here, and he hits that just insane electrical force field, and you're just like, what the heck is going on? <clears throat> and then right after, um, with uh, Holden, he's literally as he's saying like, oh, like stay calm, like stay calm, we get this. He says, stay calm, like we're gonna get this, and then he gets killed. Um, and then everyone's celebrating. I thought the scene was so awesome when everyone's celebrating in the control room and in the background, how they're explaining, like, oh, well, the virgin's optional, like, she doesn't have to die along as like she suffered and she's been through a ton. And it's so badass because the whole place is like popping bottles, they are partying, and you have the giant screen playing out where she's just getting tossed around on the dock. (laughs) No one gives a fuck, they're just (laughs) letting it happen. Yeah, god. She's literally getting picked up, like body slammed, like kicked the around. Shit, the shit beaten out of her. She's just getting her ass kicked, and they're celebrating. I thought that scene was absolutely awesome. Then they get that phone call. I, <laughs> I love this. I gotta say, the, my best, my favorite part was uh, uh, you you talking in that accent. <laughs> um, it's this this movie. Every everything that's happening. I mean. Evil Knieveling off, hitting that fucking thing. Evil Knieveling. <laughs> Evil Knieveling, that's a new... Um, He's at a loss for words. I, it's, <laughs> there's just too much happening, dude. Just, uh, just, I, I, uh, I can't, I can't uh, beat what Sean uh, just did. I can't. Uh, mm, I just... Uh, <laughs> ting, tang, water, water, bing, bang. <laughs> <laughs> you just go there beatboxing. <laughs> continue. Would you, would you like to continue, sir? Let's do it. Dana swims to the dock and as she's trying to catch her breath she's greeted by the bear trap guy again. No one cares as the whole company is downstairs partying. The red phone rings and we realize Marty is still alive as he stops the bear trap man from killing Dana with his bong. This is where you bring the bong to a knife fight. All right, let's go. They knock him into the lake and as they run away, Marty shows Dana he found a trap door inside one of the Buckner's graves. They go down in what looks like an elevator, and they see a werewolf, a ghost, and many other creatures down there. It's just a massive cube-based system full of monsters. The crew is panicked and locks in Marty and Dana as they bring them downstairs to the main floor. They manage to knock out the security guard and take his gun and begin roaming the floor. We hear a voice on the loudspeaker telling them what's been going on. They're pinned down in an unmanned security booth. And hit the big red button that says system purge. Why the fuck would you do that? Please. <laughs> Why? That's, that's, that's the one thing you never do. Panic. Right. Yeah. And now all hell breaks loose as the monsters are all set free and begin wreaking havoc on every single one of these employees, creating just so much blood and chaos everywhere. The power goes out now as our main crew loses control. Everyone's dying. Zombies, bats, clowns. Crazy cult killers, scarecrow looking things, even unicorn and mermen that blow blood through their fucking spouts. Dana Stab Sitterson. This guy, right? What this yeah, no, this guy. Sitterson, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, she kills that dude. Yeah. Dana Stab Sitterson as he begs her to kill Marty. We now meet the director who's been breaking everything down that's been going on. 
and how they need to appease the gods, a.k.a. the ancient ones, who need their sacrifice in order to keep them at bay. If Marty lives, the whole world dies. Just before Dana kills Marty, a werewolf bites into Dana, and a skerfuffle breaks out between Marty and the director. Just before the director can kill Marty, the Buckner zombie puts an axe through her fucking head. We see the room start to shake as Marty heads over to Dana. Marty apologizes for living. Dana says she's so sorry for almost killing him, but she probably wouldn't have done it. And he's so sorry he let her get attacked by a werewolf. They have now accepted the fact that the world will end and are okay with it. They spark up and they decide to go topside to see the evil gods as they make their way out. They want to know what these gods look like, but they don't have time. So instead, a massive hand just bursts through the fucking ground and we get end credits. Do the Nine Inch Nails song. I loved everything up until the ending. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, I, smash. yeah, the 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 fist smash. I mean, I think they could have changed. I mean, if it was going to be the only movie, they could have at least made it a little bit more, you know, like world ending instead of just seeing a fist. I think it was like missed there. I don't know if they ran out of a budget or they just didn't. Felt rushed almost the ending. But everything well, I mean, leading up to that. Considering the directors <laughs> locked themselves in a fucking like motel room for three days and wrote the script nonstop on nothing but Adderall and caffeine pills. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, still good. <laughs> And he's uh, probably like, we need an ending or I'm going to have a heart attack. Fuck. At the, this scene with the elevators and opening up and all the different fucking monsters coming out. It's amazing. Just like different horror tropes. And of course, you could see one of the ones that look like Pinhead, but it's actually saw blade head. But every, <laughs> every everything is just awesome. You would bring that up. You, I, I had to. Oh, do you, do you know what would go perfect in that entire scene behind you? What? A naked guy with no skin saying, come to daddy. That, that and like, needed that. He was he was probably in the elevators waiting to come out. It's, yeah, yeah. He was just waiting right. for someone to, you know, rub his cube. Yep, help, unleash me. All right, Justin, how we think, how, how we feel about this movie? All right, so... Um, I have some thoughts. I thought uh, I thought the ending was a little weird with the giant hand. I didn't really love the Agent God things, and I kind of feel like the whole subplot with the whole Japanese thing would almost in the other countries almost was like underdeveloped and maybe almost unnecessary. Like it kind of showed like they were racing against each other, but I feel like that was I don't know they should have even done more or that was unnecessary. But uh, that being said, uh, every single horror fan, you have to see this movie. Um, the horror references, the Easter eggs, the tropes, whatever you want to call it, is absolutely incredible the scene when uh, you see everything and everything's unleashed after the purge button i mean you can't even blink if you blink you're gonna miss something right there it's such chaos uh the movie is so much fun uh the humor it's actually funny like this parts where i laughed out loud uh the two characters especially like marty and dana i dana became a badass through it and marty i absolutely love marty uh the scenes back to the control room those guys played incredible dickheads the I love Woods horror movies, like just cabin feels. I thought it was great. Such a fun ride. Uh, like I said, just a few minor things I didn't 100% love, but it's, still, it's, a, it's a great movie. You have to see this movie. If you're a horror fan and haven't seen this, you know what? Of course you've seen this. Every horror movie has to, fan has seen this movie. I give it a 7.9. Waterboy, what would you rate it? I'm going to give this an 8.7. 8.7 and a 7.9. You guys, can I burn a fun fact real quick because it just presented itself? Yep. 
Roger, if you're listening, Justin was the first one to say the word dick. <laughs> Wait, is that the fun fact? <laughs> we didn't mention it the whole episode. <laughs> oh my god, stop. <laughs> yeah, guys, oh I god. fucking love this movie so much. It, it's just a fun watch. Uh it's just like you said, all the tropes, all the tie-ins. There's so, so many much. different things they could do with it. Well, you said that you know, like uh the the Japanese subplot and all that stuff felt yeah. so underdeveloped. Yeah. If I'm the director and someone's like, is there a cabin in the woods too? Why not make this kind of like a, a Black Mirror series where everything is always going to be cabin in the woods, but it's all completely different. Like we could touch on Madrid. We could touch on, you know, Kyoto. We could touch on uh, Stockholm, like all these different, you know, areas. That would be the way to do it. That would. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. I mean, it would suck because, you know, they all fail. I don't say you would know the ending. Yeah. So. But it, it, it would still be a fun watch. Yep. All right, you guys want to touch some fun facts? Oh, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think Sean already just said, well, one of mine, I was talking about how, like, these dudes wrote this in three days of script. Like, that. that's pretty impressive right there. That this much fun was came up with in three days. Like, are you kidding me? That's that's nuts. I got a fun fact about the wolf scene. They uh, they put they covered that wolf's tongue in powdered sugar. So yes. she could really like make out with that thing and like not be like too disgusting. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. What else I got? I-, I wrote. Obviously, Sean has this fun fact about the whole thermal mug bong was an actual fully functional like thermos oh, bong yeah. that cost five thousand dollars. Oh to make. God, I I'd, I'd buy it. <laughs> but uh, and I got some other stuff written down. But uh, Waterboy, what do you got? Um, I got one big one, um, that you guys might already know. Um, so hopefully I don't take it from you. Say junior. So if you, if you notice like, um, when they said at the beginning that they were referencing the, the happening, like what happened in 98, the mishap of 98, it was actually referencing the faculty movie. No. Yeah. Huh? No. Yes. I know I know you I know you're talking about a different movie that it was referencing I know. the Halloween thing. But the, I'm just no. disagreeing to disagree. <clears throat> I thought it said it was referencing Halloween. I thought it was I it was referring Halloween H2O. That was one of the facts, but it was also there's another dive into the faculty as well. I just but, didn't say it because I didn't even believe it. I, I, I called bullshit on that fun fact that I read in, so I just didn't even I didn't even include that as my Halloween. I went above and beyond because I wasn't even hundred percent sure if that was real or not. So I still didn't even discredit I discredited it. I was, I was just yeah. saying that with the horror tropes, I mean you could have um the fool, which was Stokely, the athlete Stan, the whore, Delilah, the scholar, Zeke, and the virgin was Casey. And they survived due to the homemade drug that was connected to the scholar. And that's why he also said it was the chem department's fault too. So nice. There you go. I like it. You got anything else? Uh yes, I do. Um yes, you do. The actor who plays Mordecai and the Harbinger is familiar with horror movies. Uh he previously played the slaughterhouse owner from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. That's where I know him from. All right. Yeah, he was in the, uh, he has a long list of movies. I looked him oh, up yeah. too. Yeah, he yeah, he's been in he's been in minor parts like that in a bunch of different movies. Oh yeah. And uh, also uh the the gas station guy, of course, again, um, is a nod to the hills have eyes as well. 
Dude, that scene reminded me so much of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hills Has Eyes, just all that. Like, they're just, like, such an incredible feel like that. Oh, yeah. Just, like, when they pull up to the cabin, it's, like, just looks like Evil Dead, like, so much. So much. Oh, man. 100%. Watch this movie, 100%. everyone. Watch 100%. Sean, did you rank this, by the way? Did you rank it? No. Oh, no. He did, yeah, he didn't give us ranking yet. No. What? No way. <laughs> yeah, we got a 7.9, an 8.7, <laughs> and then a nothing. That's I'm going to meet you guys right in the middle. I'm going to give it an 8.2. Right. There we go. I, like yeah. I said, I love this movie. It was just so much fun, but it does it does have its faults. Yep. Every movie has some faults. Some more than All others. Right. All right. Well, I got a fucking laundry list and a half, boys. You ready? Buckle up. <laughs> I figured you would. I'm like, I'll let Sean write them all. This is Cabin in the Woods Part 2. <laughs> uh, this film had 34 nominations for awards and won 20 out of the 34, including one Saturn Award and four Chainsaw Awards. Uh, like you guys had both previously mentioned, the bong is fully functional and costs $5,000 to make. Our boy Marty is the only one in this cast during the lake scene who doesn't jump in nor take off his shirt. And this is due to the fact that Marty is playing a lazy stoner, but in real life he had a better physique than both his male counterparts. This movie was based on Drew Goddard's childhood. He lived in a town where people went about their everyday life as if nothing was happening and nothing was wrong, even though they were building nuclear weapons that could end the world. Chris Helmsworth impressed his peers in this movie that he was chosen almost immediately for Red Dawn, and just two days after that, he was offered the role for Thor. Thor, let's go. Yeah. The, fa- the failed rituals in other countries are actually paying homage to horror movies from those areas. Kyoto is in reference to Ringu, a.k.a. The Ring. Uh, Buenos Aires is King Kong. Stockholm is The Thing. And Madrid is Dracula. There are over 60 different types of monsters used in this movie. The signs held up in the utility closet that are not le- uh, legible were supposed to read, Help me. I'm in the utility closet. A dragon bat has my scent. I'm Ronald the intern. However, they could not make the shot work. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, a monster on the whiteboard. That scene where, geez, I'm, I'm like butchering this, dude. It's all good. All right. Kevin, a monster on the whiteboard. That scene when they're placing bets is in reference to Elijah Wood's character from Sin City. The sphere Hellraiser looking guy is named Fornicus. Lord of Bondage and Pain. He has a name? What? Why do they... Fornicus. like fornicate. Bondage and Pain. Because why would you not? If you could call someone Fornicus, would you not? (laughs) Can't skip over that opportunity. Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. The The translated Latin from the Buckner book reads as is. Pain outlives the flesh. Pain raises the flesh. Pain ignites the spirit. Why would you read that? Don't read it. Like I said earlier, I want everyone. Anything Latin, dude. Don't read the Latin. All right. The crew had Marty trained extensively in all things stoner related and even generated their own brand of rolling papers called Smiling Brother. Bruce Campbell was also supposed to play the director, but was unavailable, giving Sigourney Weaver a shot at it instead. Here's another Halloween tie-in. Jamie Lee Curtis was also considered for the role. The group drives a camper to a cabin. That camper is in reference to Hills Have Eyes. The movie 
The movie's opening was deliberate and was meant to confuse moviegoers into thinking they were walking into the wrong movie. I touched on that earlier. I forgot all about it. I just want to touch on this. Can we just talk about, like, could you imagine, dude, if I, my heart would have exploded. If we saw Bruce Campbell, could you imagine, like, a cabin like that, all that stuff, they read Aladdin dude, in, oh. at the very end, if we saw Bruce Campbell, I would have I would have ranked this movie at an 11. Oh, yeah. It, it, it would have it would. Uh, it it would have just made this movie so perfect. Don't get me wrong, Sigourney Weaver crushes oh, it. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. And uh, not even saying anything bad about her. I just, I just love Bruce Campbell. But dude, Bruce Campbell in a movie about a cabin in the woods, right? Yeah. And they had the trap door. I love Bruce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fucking trap door. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I said I just had a gush about Bruce Campbell. My bad. All right, you got. He's do amazing. you guys want to know what the betting board had? Yeah. Tell us. All right. The betting board is as follows. Werewolf, alien beast, mutants, wraiths, zombies, reptilious, clowns, witches, sexy witches, demons, <laughs> hell lord, angry molesting tree, giant snake, deadites, mummy, the bridge, uh, the bride, the scarecrow folk, snowman, dragon bat, vampires, dismemberment goblins, sugar plum fairy, merman. <laughs> The reanimated unicorn, Huron, Sasquatch, Wendigo, Yeti, dolls, zombie redneck torture family, the doctors, Jack O' Lantern, giant twins, and Kevin. Kevin, Kevin. That's got that's got to be inside. That hundred percent has to be like an inside joke. I covered that in fun facts. You were listening. Kevin's in reference to Elijah Woods from Sin City. I I heard that. I don't know what the heck that means. So oh, he was uh he plays. it was like so a creepy. mobster's son that is just like a deranged serial killer that yeah. like mutilates people and oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's really right, that's why up. that's why I didn't get it. That was very creepy in that movie, yeah. Yeah. All right. In the elevator scene, you can briefly see a tank, a witch, a boomer, and a hunter. All characters from the video game Left for Dead. This was supposed to be part of a video game add-on for the players for that game, but it uh it fell through. Uh, the body count in this movie was 69. Giggity. Huh. But it's impl- its implied count is actually 6,873,741,055. The current population in 2009 when the world ends. Uh, it's 44 minutes into the movie until we get our first kill. The hand that crushes the cabin that Waterboy hates oh so much at the end is supposed to be the hand of the Greek god Kronos. When Marty is killed and they pull the lever... It's like an earthquake happens. This is showing that Marty really isn't dead, and the guards aren't pleased that they've been lied to. The like, end. Hold on, hold on, really quick. Like, how come if all these countries are doing this, I don't understand. Like, shouldn't just Amer- like shouldn't there just be one set of people trying to save the world? Like, what happens if like Japan succeeded? Then would the game have ended? Like, I don't even understand. Yeah, like how, then there wouldn't be. Yeah, they, if Japan yeah, succeeded, there wouldn't be a uh, need for everyone else and shit like that. They just call it wipe it. Clean. Right. I just oh, think, uh, oh. like, where you're trying to appease the gods, it, it just every continent probably has their own deities or whatever laying underneath. And okay, teamwork. Shit. Hey, yeah. teamwork makes the dream work. I'll uh, hit them up with what we got next. I mean, it could be my. Uh, movie I'm not. Yeah, it's, it's your movie. Oh God, is it really? Yes, it is. Are we doing this again? This is so embarrassing. You, you have, have one, 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 movie. one movie. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> Join us next week for my movie that I clearly have my shit together and I know exactly what it is. It is Chopping Mall. 
Go watch Chopping Mall. Be with us next week when we talk about it. This movie, uh, you know what? Just go watch Chopping Mall. Go watch it. Go watch boy, have you seen Chopping Mall? I have not, so I'm I'm what? really excited to watch what? it. You're welcome. You are thank welcome. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 1986. That's why I love, That's why I love this. Oh, you are so welcome. Oh, my God. Guys, you can watch this on a list of shit for free. Uh, you can watch it on AM, the AMC Plus channel. You can watch it on Shudder. Both of those, however, do require a subscription. Uh, but you can watch it on Plex, Midnight Pulp, Redbox, but all right fellas we out hope you enjoyed Peace. this episode i'm gonna edit the shit out of this oh my god it's, <laughs> it's just so much it's mostly me no it's me all right, let's both agree that it's Justin. Oh, come on. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 oh, wait, wait. We got to talk about something serious. For, oh, wait. Okay. How'd wait. you guys think that, that cantaloupe came out pretty good, right? What do you guys think? It did come out. I loved pretty it. Pretty damn good. And uh, I, can't, I can't wait to do my fruit. Like, Are you really going to find that stinky thing? I'm, gonna, I'm going to go to Rhode Island to buy one of those. And it's going to be amazing because it's the smelliest fucking fruit. And my reaction to cutting this thing is going to be. Dude, it's going to. Two million views. That's just gonna just. I'm gonna act like million. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably almost puke while trying to carve. Before you do it, let me know so I can comment on like I'll comment on like my next carving video like for a suggestion like and I'll say whatever that made up fruit name is so you can do that. Dur- durian. Durian. All right, guys. I'm Hacky. That's Stabby. That's just Justin. He refuses to take on his alter ego. If you want to know what they're talking about. And what kind of movie he made, it's not that kind of movie, but you can find it on TikTok or you can find it on basically any of our social media platforms. Go check it out. Later. Peace. Later. I met him 15 years ago. I I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. This place is evil. Sometimes, dead is better. Two of my men pulled you out of the lake. We thought you were dead, too. Do you remember very much? Boy. Is he dead, too? Who? The boy, Jason.